pandemic and beyond. What's the new normal for serving customers in business today and leading teams? And what are we learning for the future? Also, here's a question. Are you more buffalo or cow? This is a podcast from Integrity Solutions. I'm Michael Terrell. Typically, in adversity is the most opportunity. And opportunities arise when there are challenges and issues and things. And if you can step in and be a problem solver for your customers, people want to do business with people who are, are problem solvers. If you can become that type of a person, you move yourself from being a vendor to more of an advisor. That's Mike Fisher from Integrity Solutions, who's on the front lines of helping sales leaders and teams come to grips with doing business from a distance as the COVID-19 shutdown enters month two. We caught up with Mike recently. It was easy to do that because he's where we all are, working at home. But he's busy helping sales leaders and teams make progress with what we're all starting to see as the new normal. We have edited excerpts from that conversation, useful ideas for what works now. Mike, thanks for making the time. Great to be here, Michael. Look forward to the conversation. I asked the question at the start here, are you more buffalo or cow? That comes from a story I've heard you tell often, and it speaks to behavior that we all adapt, one or the other. Can you tell the buffalo cow story briefly and put it in context? The buffalo cow story is is basically, that comes from a book by a gentleman named Rory Vaden. And it is a book, the book's called Take the Stairs. And what he talks about is growing up in, in Colorado, a storm will come over the mountains and, and into the plains very quickly. And it's interesting how a buffalo and a cow will handle that situation totally different. A cow will turn and they'll walk away from the storm. And as the snow or the storm overtakes them, they're walking away from it. And it's slowly overtaking them, and they're actually prolonging the length of time they're in that storm because they're really walking with the storm. Whereas a buffalo will turn and attack the storm, if you will. They will walk directly into or run directly into the snowstorm, and they will shorten the length of time that they're actually in the storm. And the example is basically talking about if we have a difficult situation or if we have a a difficult uh, uh, conversation – that needs to be had with with a customer or with a colleague. Oftentimes we we will take that cow example and we'll avoid it, avoid it, avoid it, making it really worse, building the emotion. Whereas if you just directly hit it head on, have the conversation, many times it it, it it's not near as emotional as we think it is. And I think people respect you more when you when you take that on. And so in that example, it's it's really just saying that that for now, as we have some difficult times and some difficult situations, then there's two ways really to, to look at how do you handle those situations. Mike, that's such a great way of framing what we're looking to do here. In a sense, unpacking how to be more buffalo than cow. Can you get us started? So the first things first is we have to realize that this is the new normal. So we have to accept it and say, okay, the new normal means, one, it doesn't matter what business you're in. Right now, you're homebound. And so you're not, most businesses are homebound and we're not going out and calling on customers. And so if I'm used to face-to-face, this means I'm at home. Uh, if I'm used to working out of an office, this means I'm at home. And so I think we have to first own it and say, this is where we're going to be working now. This is the new normal. So you have to face that and say, okay, how can I now help my customers in a different way? I think organizations are realizing that they can do business this way. They can save money sometimes, if you will. But I think some businesses are changing. I'll give you an example. The medical device world, we do a lot with that and, and they cannot go into hospitals and see doctors. And I think What is now is the form of communication with those physicians and the relationships that we've built with those physicians now is a chance, an opportunity to say, okay, 
first, how can I help you? I think our attitude has to shift from selling products so much right now to what can I do to help? And the reason I say that is I think as you build this foundation now on the front end of this, where we're, what can I do to help and take the pressure off of you? I think that's going to carry over to to the backside of this from a, hey, I appreciate you helping us out when we needed that. And and that, you know, how, what's the best things we can do to, for example, how would you like to for me to communicate with you? Is it easiest by text? Is it by calling? Is it is it email? What do you want? And I promise I'm not going to bombard you with things, but we need to have an open line of communication right now to get through this, that type of thing. Now I become an advisor with you, not just a salesperson. So shifting to be more of a resource and trusted partner. That makes sense. I wonder if you could double click on that idea and speak to what's different in how we serve customers now. I think with customers, it's a lot like our leadership and our leaders where we have to be human. I think during this time, reaching out to them and and our temptation is, especially if we're commission-based and we think that you know, we might not be getting as much commissions coming in from checks perspective and, and from that uh, from a money's perspective, it's temptation or tempting to want to go in and, and sell. And I think it's almost the opposite where if you'll go in and think from a standpoint of the mindset is how can I help you? I need to be a solutions-based person. So I need to be thinking, what are some what are some challenges that you're having and how can I make this easier for you? How can I help you? What are some things that you need from me right now? And when you can go in with that mindset, I think you actually strengthen the relationship, not lessen your sales, if that makes sense. And I want you to be thinking in terms of what are some things you can do to help the customers? How can you make things easier for them and and take things off their plate? Because I'll go back to that term of psychological reciprocity. When you help them in times of need, they're going to come back and, and help you. And if they're struggling and they're challenged with their business right now, step in. What are some things you can do to go above and beyond and help them? And I think you'll strengthen the relationship piece so that when things start to lift and get it a little easier, they remember that. And that's where that reciprocity comes back in. And, and they, hey, I appreciate it. And I thank you for, for helping us out. Now, how can we help you? I think there's a, there's a shift that happens with that. Mike, can you reinforce for leaders key shifts to be mindful of now as we move into what's now month two of this pandemic crisis? I think as leaders... One of the things that we have to do is, is you have to realize you have to be human, especially in the very beginning of all this, because if you as my leader called me and we started talking about numbers and, hey, have you called these people or followed up with them or, hey, what's your orders look like? Uh, you know, listen, it's a different world right now. And so I have to be empathetic for my team and realize that, hey, they're going home now. They're working out of their office, their home office if they've never done that. They're, they cannot go in and see people face to face. Uh, things have changed. And so first and foremost, I think with my people, I need to be empathetic and say, how you doing? What's uh, give me some give me some thoughts on how you're feeling right now? What are some challenges you're running into? And take a few minutes. I, I got a call yesterday from a, of a, a manager that's a previous manager, actually, that called me and said, hey, I just want to check in on you. How's your not work? How's your family doing? How's everything doing? You guys, you know, your kids are home from college right now. You've got all these other things going. Are you, are you doing OK? And, and it's and that to me, was the human side of leadership. And I think that's the difference in a manager and a leader is that there's a human side to leaders where they can say, hey, let me step back a little bit. How you doing? What's going on? What are some challenges that you're running into? And let people voice it. And what I've experienced so far in helping coach different leaders is they step back and they've been able to say, okay, let that person get that stuff all out and off their chest. All right. So all the objections and all the issues come out and then they step back and say, now, 
of those seven items you just listed, what's most important? What's most pressing for you? What's the most challenging? What's the thing that's, that's bothering you the most? All right, let's focus on that right now. And let's try to get that off your plate and, and how you know, let's let's try to walk through some solution ideas. And it's almost like people get a chance to exhale and go, oh, I've got all this and I just need you to listen to me. Because if you know, if, if you've ever seen the little thing that's, that's called it's not about the nail <laughs> that they can step back and they talk about, listen, it's we have I don't need you to fix this for me. I need you to just listen to me. Let them get it all out and then say, OK, now what's most pressing? How can I help you? So that's the first part is you got to be human. The second part is I think we sometimes we need to look and reassess what our goals are because there's going to be a period of time here where if my people were doing a certain number of, of face-to-face and we were getting business, they're not getting that those opportunities now and they're not getting those face-to-face and the orders are going to cut back. They are. So we have to set back and go, in most business anyway, we have to set back and realistically say, okay, what do we think are some realistic expectations and goals so that we can still be productive while in this new environment because it doesn't stop we can't just make excuses and say business stops because it doesn't but uh if for example let me go back to medical device if medical device folks are used to having all these surgeries and now elective surgeries have been cut off well i can't control that so now what i can control is okay two things one i let's get taken care of what we can with the, the the patients that they need to see now or the ones that we're working with the physicians that have this amount of, of business that they're doing with me. Now, what that also tells me, though, and here's where people have to remember and, and where you have hope is that you step back and say, OK, there's going to be a, a influx of all these these other cases or other surgeries that come in afterwards when this lifts because they've been piling up for the last you know, 30, 60 days. And so I think in most organizations, we have to be aware of when this starts to lift up, there's going to be a bounce back where business is going to pick up. And so we need to be prepared. So this could be a good opportunity or a good time to do some things to sharpen the saw that I need to do. Maybe I need to get inventory up to where it needs to be, or I need to do some things to, to get that up. So I think we need to maybe, from a leader's perspective, plant that seed a little bit. to let's look at our pipeline and say, okay, when this breaks, you know, you, we've, we, what's, what are some things you've been trying to do but haven't had time? All right, let's get that done now and, and start to do those things so that when these things happen, we're ready to move forward uh, and, and we're ready. Or there might be a skill. What are some skills that you're struggling with? Okay, let's work on that. You have a caution for leaders who, to a large extent, might be feeling a lot of pressure right now to have all the answers. I'll, I'll show my age and that I have, a, I have an old successories calendar that I still use. And you flip it over, it always has a positive, uh, a motivational type of a saying. And one of them recently was, ask your team, they know the answer. Ask your team, they know the answer. And what I take from that is, when you think about challenges and what do you think you should do solution-wise, what do you think we could do about it? Let your team tell you. They know the answer. They know what's holding them back. They know things that they need to get better at and skills. What are some things you'd like to see happening that aren't happening now? What are some things you'd like to improve in and get better when we come out of this? They know the answers to that. And so it gives you a chance to do some coaching uh, to help let them share with you solution ideas. One more thing I'll add to that. As we start talking about goals and planning and preparation, it needs to be their goal, not your goal. And I, I think that we need to, we can lead the witness to a certain degree by, to, by saying, okay, what do you think with, with all the challenges we're having? What are there some realistic goals you think in relation to this product? What are some realistic goals you have in expect as far as calls per day, et cetera? 
but let them be their goals because they'll take ownership of their goal. If I push down something on top of them and tell them they need to do this, they may do it reluctantly, but sooner or later that there's, you start to get pushed back. Let this be their goal and own it. And I think there's real benefits to me as a leader when I can let them start solving their own problems versus me solving it for them. Okay, Mike, one last thing. I wonder if we can wrap up with a specific lesson. What's a tip that's most useful for sales leaders right now? Let me ask a question. If your people came to you as a leader and they came to you and they had a problem, but they brought you two solution ideas, would that be beneficial? Yes, obviously it would. And so the question becomes, why don't they? Because oftentimes what they do is they'll bring you a problem and they just bring you a problem. (laughs) And the reason they do that is oftentimes you step in and solve that problem for them, right? And I think as leaders, you feel like that's, we feel good when we get to solve those problems. Well, if your people came to you and they had a, they had a problem, but two solution ideas, would that save you time? So we need to step back and get in the habit of, of saying to them, okay, this is the situation. How do you think you should, you should solve it? What are some solution ideas? So when you come to me with these issues or a challenge, bring two solution ideas that you think might be helpful. And what you're doing when you do that, people feel good when they solve a problem. We've got to give them opportunities to solve problems. And so when you run into to challenges and whatnot as a leader during these times, ask them, what would you do? How do you think this, we should solve this? What do you think would be a good solution idea? I, I had someone come to me one time and say, a great question that one of my managers asked me was, how would you handle this if you were in my shoes? And he said, he literally said, I want you to sit behind my desk. I'm going to sit over here. You sit in my desk and let's talk about this problem. How do you think you would solve it? And he said it was a real aha for him to step back and look at it through a different lens as the leader now. And so I think you, when you give your people opportunities to solve problems, you're developing your bench strength for problems. And so I think one of the things that we might think about as leaders is that as we're going through this, this tough time, how can I challenge my people a little bit with solution ideas and just test the waters a little bit? How do you think you would solve this? How would you do that? I lean on them a little bit for certain things. And you're going to develop some cream's going to rise to the top. So you're going to develop some future leaders through this adversity that we're going through right now. Mike Fisher with an Integrity Solutions conversation for sales teams and leaders about how to cope and even thrive in the new normal as the COVID-19 pandemic moves into month two. You've been listening to a podcast from Integrity Solutions. I'm Michael Terrell. 